Hey, you. What? With, 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 with me? Yeah, you. Guy scrolling through the internet. Oh, okay. Do you walk around and feel like people don't understand you or like the rest of society is just a bunch of mindless zombies? Oh my god, I feel that way all the time. Do you constantly feel like everyone around you is a hopeless sheeple who are totally out of connect with both reality and you socially? Oh my god, this guy is like he's describing me in a mirror. Well, that's because, friend, you're susceptible to the truth. <gasps> that's right. Now everybody knows. Let's start with some basic facts that everybody knows. Okay, okay, yeah. Everybody knows this CIA killed John F. Kennedy. <gasps> Everybody knows we faked the moon landing to stick it to the Russians. <gasps> but you know what not everybody knows? But you do? <gasps> what do I know? You know that the that America is secretly just a corporation owned by the Bank of London, and that we sold out everything to the Bilderbergs and the Rothschilds years ago, not to mention the Trilateral Commission and a whole bunch of other international organizations that you don't know how they work because it's a secret. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god, you're right! All of me, I mean clearly all of media is a joke and a lie. That's why they don't want you to watch this video. Oh my god! In fact, this video will probably be deleted before from the internet before you even have a chance to finish it. Those bastards censoring the internet! That's right. But you're gonna, but you're smart. You're about to take that red pill and enter the Matrix. Or exit the Matrix, however the hell that works. Because you know the truth now. I do, don't I? That the whole world is just run by a bunch of corporate super elites with a Marxist postmodernist agenda to t make everyone dependent on the government and then take it away, throwing the world into chaos. Oh my god, chaos! That's right. At some point, the government, once they get us effectively hooked on food stamps, are going to yank all the food stamps away. <gasps> I knew it! That's right. And once that happens, all the food stamp recipients will come to your white, middle-class suburban neighborhood to take what you have, because they're hungry. Oh my god! Oh my god! But you're going to be okay. <gasps> I am? That's right. You're going to be okay. Because you're going to... Because you're going to order a lifetime subscription to... Dave's Bunker Rations. That's right, Dave's Bunker Rations. The only food you know will keep for hundreds of years, whether you're hiding in your basement from ethnic minorities tearing up your sound or from a nuclear explosion. Bunker Rations. They're what you need. To survive the future. All are fully cooked by professional chefs and saved with preservatives, which are good for you. To make sure they last at least a hundred years. That's right. Get your bunker rations today. Oh my god. Oh my god. How do I order? How do I order? Get out your credit card. I don't have a credit card. 
Go get your mom's credit card. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm going right now! I'm going right now! I'm... Mom will thank me later. Welcome to the show. Alright, welcome back to Ruben Uncut. Today's topic, the problem with conspiracy theories. Yeah, 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 I know. Okay, first of all, I have to address a couple things. In my 20s, I was a huge conspiracy theorist. Big into them. I even, hell, I even cited PrisonPlanet.com in a, co- in a couple college papers that I wrote. Side note, that English teacher probably not doing enough to make sure that we're le- on the level legit with our sources. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the point is that I used to be into conspiracy theories, and I feel like I have to address that here. I mean, I guess you couldn't say that I stopped being into conspiracy theories, because, you know, uh, I still dabble. I still dabble in conspiracy theories. But I want to talk to you about the problem with conspiracy theories. And there's, there's, a, there's a couple problems with them. And uh, we're going to be discussing that. Well, I'm going to be discussing... I guess there's technically no one else here, so it's not really a discussion per se. I'm going to be talking at you about this shit. Okay. All right, so back to me being into conspiracy theories. As a, as a young man, I uh, hung out with a lot of hippies. I mean, my family are basically hippies. And uh, we go to lots of hippie parties. And, you know, you only go to so many, you can only go to so many hippie parties before you uh, end up in a room talking to a guy about uh, conspiracy theories. It's just a fact. It's, 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 a, it's a part on the hippie spectrum, you know? The, uh, I, uh, I've got a fizzy water here, just in case anyone hears me sipping. That's what I'm sipping. All right, but so I go, and I have at this party. And this guy uh, was fairly cool. Um, in fact, actually, uh, he was one of the smarter, more thought-out conspiracy theorists that I've met in my life. Because he had an eye for when things were impractical or probably not true. Um, and his own website mostly seemed pretty legit. I mean, I don't mean like he seemed like a professional website. It was, it was some, like, WordPress shit. But, you know... It was not actually on WordPress. It was some other type of stuff. The point is, it was not a high-quality website. But, you know, the way he wrote about things and most of the stuff he presented, I could at least understand where it was coming from. Um, And also, he had not... He was also... He was one of the first people to tell me, it's like, yeah, libertarians are right about a lot of things, but libertarians also want us to live in a world of contract law, and that would be hell. And that's... A fact. Contra- do, do you? Everyone loves contract law until they're the person getting fucked by contract law. Okay, because like the contract contract law is a hundred percent buyer beware. 
If you want to live in a world that is 100% contract law, get ready to read all the terms of services because that's fucking contract law. Do you really want to live in, live in that world? No, you don't. How do I know? Because you don't know what the fuck the Apple terms of services are, do you, bitch? Okay, no, you don't. That's besides the point. Moving along. So, the thing about... <clears throat> so, like I was saying, I was talking to this guy at a party. He ended up giving me a bunch of DVDs. Now, these DVDs had a bunch of stuff on them, including a, a fascinating documentary that ties the Bush family to the JFK assassination. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, I, I'm not gonna lie, there's a part of me that's like, oh yeah, no. The Bushes were totally in on killing JFK. Or at least were part of the Bay of Pigs incident. Or at least were involved in Bay of Pigs and the CIA way earlier than they said they were. Uh, fuck the Bushes. There, I said it. Okay, anyways, moving along. Uh, the other things on the deck, on the dim, on the... DVDs he gave me were some other stuff, uh, including uh, 9-11 Martial Law, which was the first 9-11 was an inside job conspiracy theory documentary I ever saw, and also the first Alex Jones movie I ever saw. <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, Alex Jones, yeah. Uh, and Alex, there was Alex Jones stuff on the DVDs. Uh, which is a side note. This guy was actually also one of the first people to ever warn me about Alex Jones. Like, he said Alex Jones could be a psyop. And he gave me some very, and, like, basically laid out some of the people who are connected to Alex Jones in terms of financial backing. And, you know, let's just say Alex Jones, not, uh, not a guy you necessarily need to be trusting about the facts and shit. You know? But, uh... In fact, if I keep it real, my opinion on Alex Jones is that Alex Jones is a guy who got lucky one time when he snuck into the Bohemian Grove and caught them being super weird with their with their incredibly, like, fucked up weird, like, LARP that all those rich white guys do when they're in between rounds of sucking each other off and hiring male prostitutes because that's really what the Bohemian Grove is all about all about is people just go in there to get their dick sucked it's a fact you can look it up but uh yeah anyways the point is alex jones got lucky one time and that's where all his credibility comes from everything else is just the rantings of a confused entertainer <clears throat> but anyways so this guy got me into conspiracy theories oh another thing that was on the uh that was on the uh, the DVDs were <clears throat> this was an interesting one uh, a documentary about connecting Bill Clinton to a couple murders connected to possible cocaine trafficking. I want to say though that this was the very first conspiracy theory documentary that ever set off my bullshitometer because like I watched it and then at the end like the documentary literally ends with someone saying I'm running against Bill Clinton in this election and it's like okay that's this is a very, like, I can't take you seriously if if your ultimate goal is to run against Bill Clinton with this documentary. Um, but the important thing here is also that this guy was, like, telling me you got to look out for, like, not everyone who's going to talk to you about conspiracy theories knows what they're talking about, and not everyone who talks to you about conspiracy theories is 
on the level or not a lunatic. Uh, so yeah, but that was my start into conspiracy theory stuff. And, uh, and, it, and it was definitely a shaper of my, uh, my 20s, especially my early 20s. But in a way, I, I kind of thank Alex Jones, because Alex Jones was also kind of the thing that opened my eyes to, well, uh, Alex Jones. <clears throat> uh, so, like, the thing is, is that I remember what InfoWars and Prison Planet uh, were like before, uh, before Barack Obama was president. And... <clears throat> Here's what they were like. They had tons of clips. They would put up clips from The Daily Show and Stephen Colbert. And, like, just literally they would post about anything ever that talked any level of shit about George W. Bush. And the second – and, like, the advertisements on their site were different. Like, they were for different things. Um, and then Barack Obama became president. And it was like there was a fucking 360 flip. I'm sorry, wait, no, that would be all the way around. I'm sorry, 180 flip on the thing. And suddenly, suddenly there we had it. And, like, the ads changed. Now they were about survivalist food and stuff. It was, it, it, uh, it was nuts. Um, and it was interesting because essentially, like, I realized that this was his business model. That Alex Jones' business requires there to be conspiracy theories. Requires there to be suspicion of the government and of, of all that stuff. And, and let me be also be clear, I am not saying, like, oh, he'd... He, he didn't like Bush, and he didn't like Barack Obama. This guy just hates everything. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that as soon as Barack Obama became president, I noticed that their websites started marketing to a different demographic. Because that that's their real goal, is to just pick up converts. When George W. Bush was president, they were pushing real hard on the narrative of like and they were getting liberals on board with them they were turn uh they were getting liberals on board with them and then barack obama became president and it became how many racist republicans can our website pick up now and the answer was a lot <clears throat> and because these websites need constant streams of content to maintain their uh, their revenue streams. It means that there's not a whole lot of vetting of stuff going on, and that's that's the problem. You see, here's here's the problem: if a conspiracy theorist is making money off of telling you about conspiracy theories, that's kind of a problem because that means that they don't have any more credibility than, you know, like, CNN or anyone else. Because this is what I need to get into. Uh, this is what I need to establish for you to understand. If a YouTube channel is making money, or if a website is selling you something, 
you need to have a critical eye of it. You have to. If a person's livelihood depends on you believing as powerfully about QAnon as they do, this is a person who has incentivized themselves into incentivizing others into believing a thing. So you, so that's so that's a so right there. So right there, if anyone is selling you something, right there, that's a problem, and you need to you need to address that. Now, in fairness, I get it. Okay, everyone's skeptical of it's normal to be somewhat skeptical to grow skeptical as you get older of things like the media and experts and scientists and all these things because and partly because it's the media's fault really for doing a really bad job of translating these things and bringing this information to us <sighs> but The pro there are two essential problems with conspiracy theories. Problem number one. Conspiracy theories, by definition, the way they're set up, cannot... cannot be truly... The first problem being that conspiracy theories don't true cannot truly die they cannot truly it, it's almost impossible to truly debunk a conspiracy theory and the reason why it's impossible to truly debunk a conspiracy theory is is that the further you get away from the evidence the harder it becomes to prove that a conspiracy theory doesn't exist furthermore the problem with the conspiracy theory is that there's a point at which you dive into the rabbit holes of conspiracy theories and you realize that there's no way back out. What I mean by that is that if a conspiracy theory was true, of course the government would have people in place to debunk it. Debunking, of course, is something that can be part of the conspiracy theory because if the, everyone in the world is truly lying, then they can't, then they would, you know, be easy for them to make it appear that it's been debunked. The problem, of course, being that, obviously, you know, this is bringing us to the second problem, which is that essentially all conspiracy theory rabbit holes will eventually lead you to a point of cultural nihilism or nihilism depending on how you think that's supposed to be pronounced and this is this is the danger of the conspiracy theory so allow me to elaborate some more of course people are distrusting of the mainstream media the mainstream media has been at numerous points the perpetuators of pro-government propaganda has been at numerous points um, easily swayed by the by the advertisers and corporations to not be unkind to their products. The media has also perpetuated numerous amounts of 
fake news. Um, I will give you a specific example. Um, I don't know if everyone else is young enough to remember this, but does anyone remember when the news tried to convince us that teenagers were getting high off of smelling their own sh fermented shit? Because that was a thing. So, and, and that was bullshit. And the media at numerous points has tried to elicit various scare campaigns of, oh, your kids are having lots of sex in middle school, or, oh my god, they're having a cherry-flavored meth. Oh, make sure you check your Halloween candy for drugs, everybody. These types of stories are almost always bullshit. Even the original concept of people dying from poisoned candy giving out on Halloween itself was bullshit. With the only actual incidents of it occurring being someone poisoning their own children with Halloween candy making the make sure you check all your candy thing a scare tactic that candy companies use the media to promote the concept of making sure you weren't using homemade goods and giving them to kids but instead buying tons of corporate produced candy and history is sort of full of these things in fact the media became even more problematic once we had the 24-hour news cycle because the 24-hour news cycle while it hypothetically brings us news faster also means that it brings us news that is inconsequential or poorly founded or you know just a fucking advertisement because especially with local news stations which by the way on average are more trusted for no reason because they are also all just franchises of major corporations and frequently feature canned content such as in-program advertising disguised as consumer reports. Yeah, the media, there's a lot of things and a lot of reasons you would not 100% trust the media. Plus, Ronald fucking Reagan, the white devil himself, happened to, you know veto this thing called the fairness doctrine which used to state that in america if you were presenting a controversial or political topic you would have to present both sides of the argument uh in a semi-fair way however ronald reagan vetoed this leading to the rise of fox news who ironically claim to be fair and balanced even though they are literally the end of fair and balanced media they who they themselves perpetuated the conspiracy theory that you couldn't trust the media, which is an insane message to come from, you know, the media. Fox News, of course, claims to be the only thing fighting against mainstream media, which is an insane sentence for a couple reasons. One, mainstream just means most consumed, and also two, according to their own broadcasting advertisements they are the most consumed or they were when they used to say that i don't know if they still are there's way more right-wing media now than there used to be because people realize it makes fucking money the other problem is that the media ultimately wants money so the media is going to follow stories and trends 
that uh, essentially like a cokehead, just rolling his nose across a, a countertop, trying to grab every last morsel of that dopamine, because that's how the media works. To quote a meme of Denzel Washington I saw on the internet, I word it that way because who knows if he actually fucking said this. It could just be a thing people say. If you read the newspaper, you're misinformed, and if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. And the problem with that is that those that neutral that equal that evens out. That that becomes the problem. We don't trust the media, and we kind of have good reason to not trust the media that kind of did it to themselves. However, however, the distrust of the media has unfortunately opened up Americans and people all over the world to a bigger problem, which is once we reach media nihilism, it raises it, it you're, so the problem is is that we people are like oh no we can't trust the media clearly they are untrustworthy and that might be true but the media also is still frequently the best source of news because there are rules are the rules properly enforced are they are there clearly tons of issues uh, sure. However, one cannot simply say, Oh, no, you can't trust the media. They're all fucking corporate criminals. I get all my news from YouTube. And the reason that doesn't work is because, A, most of the people who do news on YouTube are also chasing trends and trying to get money. But also, B... If you're afraid that the CIA or the Illuminati or the Freemasons have infiltrated the, the global media and are now controlling it, I have some really bad news, which is just that it would be even easier for them to start a YouTube channel. Even easier. In fact, it is unlikely that there is not at least one or two, maybe many YouTube channels that are influenced or controlled directly by the CIA or some other intelligence agency. Why? Because it would be easy. It would be so easy. In fact, it would be way, way, way easier than trying to influence the actual media because they'd have to, you know, bribe a bunch of people or blackmail a bunch of people or, you know, get around the regulations of a bunch of people. But on YouTube, you literally just have to start a YouTube channel and, you know, sell fucking vitamin supplements. It's insane that you would think that a system with less checks and balances would be better than a system with checks and balances, even if the system with checks and balances is notoriously corrupt or flawed. The reality is, is that in a system where there are no checks and balances, those flaws and corruptions are still going to exist with a higher rate of tolerance to them, not lower, not a lower rate. 
There's no reason to trust YouTube more than you would trust any of the news. That's literally insane. And here's the thing. A lot of conspiracy theories are fucking bullshit. And our misunderstandings of science and history often lead to the beliefs in these conspiracy theories. Here, let me give you a very non-controversial conspiracy theory that I can debunk for you right here, right now, easily, okay? There is a popular conspiracy theory that William Shakespeare either wasn't a real person or that he was secretly, like, I think it's Victor Marlowe or some shit. Here's the thing, though. That's complete and utter horseshit. Like, it is not true. It is the biggest crock of shit conspiracy theory that I could even imagine. Here, let me give you the context of that conspiracy theory, okay? Once upon a time, there was a dude. And this dude, was it was, it was after the Civil War and shit. And this dude had an idea for a book. And that book was the history of fucking Atlantis. And let me tell you, this guy did not necessarily have, like, the credentials to be writing about history of a country that is only mentioned by Plato in a fucking manuscript that's probably an allegory. And this dude is like, I'm going to write a whole fucking history of Atlantis. And he did. And the thing about that history of Atlantis, though, was that, you know, he made it the fuck up. Because he, there was he had no documentation or artifacts or anything to back up this thing. But, you know, it was... It was, it was reconstruction, so who was going to call him on this shit? And the book sold like gangbusters, and is actually one of the number one texts that influences our conceptions of Atlantis today. And that book sold really well for him, and so he was like, you know what, I need to write another book. And so he did. Where he just made up fucking shit about Shakespeare. Just bullshit about Shakespeare. So let's talk about the Shakespeare thing, okay? Okay? So here's the problem. Here's the problem. Right up, historical context, this guy wanted to try and tell you that there was a bunch of different people who were Shakespeare and that it was a grand conspiracy theory and that one guy couldn't have written all these plays. Except here's the thing. The reason Shakespeare wrote so many plays was because back then, writing for the theater was a fucking volume game. He had to keep writing plays so that he could keep making money because, and this is something that may come into a shock to people who haven't studied theater history, Shakespeare was not considered like some avant-garde genius at the time he was writing his plays. He was considered like the Michael Bay of theater. He was just this loud, raunchy guy with no respect for the English language who just make up words and phrases, and his plays were full of sex and violence, and he was just un... Like, he was thought of as the common man's theater. He was like, this was their Michael Bay's, their Steven Seagal movies. This was considered... He was not considered high art during his time. He wrote so many plays because they, this theater needed a constant stream of new plays as his plays would fail. 
because that's that's the thing is that the idea that there was a bunch of different people pretending to be Shakespeare for the fame and success of being Shakespeare has no historical basis. He was not super well loved. He was super, it's documented that he existed. He worked for a he worked for a theater where he had to keep writing new plays because they kept getting destroyed by the critics. Although many of them later later acceptance of Shakespeare as a genius only came about because the romantic period justifies theories in in writing and and became huge after that point. So the very concept that like he was it was a conspiracy to create this incredible master artist is is flawed in the fact that he was not a legend in his own time. And that's the basic premise of the conspiracy theory is that no one could have been this much of a legend in their own time because he fucking wasn't. He became a legend significantly after the fact. And see, that's the thing. Sometimes the context of history destroys conspiracy theories. Now, that being said, in fairness, conspiracies have happened. We have numerous incidences of conspiracies occurring throughout history. Um, we have, uh, we had the attempted coup uh, that took place in America against Woodrow Wilson, uh, where a bunch of uh, Nazi supporters and of the American fascist party trying to stage a coup. Unfortunately, the person they went to to stage that coup, well, I mean, actually, <laughs> unfortunately for them, but super fortunate for us. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for them, the first person they went to was General Butler, um, who proceeded to sell them out immediately because he was a huge Woodrow Wilson fan because fascists are fucking dumbasses. Uh who apparently don't research the generals they have tried to approach to stage coups against the government. Uh, during the... <clears throat> and the government does try to do weird... And false flags are a thing that have occurred in history. For example, uh, when Hitler burned down the Reichstag. That was a false flag to blame it on communists. Uh, where essentially they burned down the Reichstag and then they took uh, a, a, a gentleman with a cognitive disability and basically put him on trial and said he was a communist and murdered him. And that's, that's how the Germans started World War II. Or I should say that's how the Germans justified starting World War II to their people. Then... You need more hit examples of history and conspiracy theories. You have all the numerous medical experiments that were conducted by the U.S. government, typically on African Americans. You have uh, COINTELPRO and MKUltra, which we only know about, fun fact, because the Black Panther, because uh, a Black Panther chapter broke into, an F into a building where the FBI was keeping files and stole them before the FBI could have them destroyed. Uh, so that's fun. We know about all the various weird CIA shit they did in the 60s with drugs 
and do and experimenting with drugs on American citizens to see what the effects were. Conspiracies do happen. The government does hide things from you. The government does do fucked up shit sometimes. But, and this is the big thing, that's all of society throughout all of history. If a, at a certain point in conspiracy theories, you get to a point where you have to choose between a total rejection of society and living in that society. And that's rough. That's tough. That's why people get on board with QAnon. Well, that and they're trying to fill an emptiness in their, in their soul left by capitalism's lack of delivering meaning to their lives. So they've latched on to a holy crusade against the government and a secret pedo satanic pedophile ring, but whatever. <sighs> but whatever. <sighs> but this is the thing I'm, tr I'm trying to get to you. All conspiracy theories, if you totally embrace all conspiracy theories, they will eventually bring you to a point where you realize it's not possible to substantiate anything or believe anyone outside of your own lens of perception. And the problem there is that once you get to your own lens of perception, that means that you literally can only understand the things that you can touch and see with your own eyes. And if that's the way you're operating in the world, it puts you in a very precarious position of basically knowing jack shit about dick. You can't possibly function with that level. You have to accept or believe in certain other elements of society to continue to function in it. If you really believe that the government is this fucking evil, then what are you going to do? Are you going to... There's no... What government, what country would you move to? They're all like this. This is supposedly one of the freer countries. And, and yet you were like, oh, I reject this society. There's, where would you go? What would you do? You're going to get some land and live off the grid? That's the only option for this true freedom, this true independence that you crave. Is to build yourself a fucking yurt out in the middle of nowhere and grow your own food because that's literally the only way to live at a certain point in conspiracy theories and now a lot of right-wing uh religious types will try and rope you into conspiracy theories because they'll try and bring you back to the bible as your point of reference but the problem is, is that conspiracy theories don't stop at the bible the Bible can easily be enwrapped in conspiracy theories, whether they're Jesuit conspiracy theories or fear of Muslims or fear of Catholics. Did you do you under like that's a crazy one is the fear of Catholics because the Catholics are the ones who edited your Bible. The Bible that you read, if you believe the Catholics are satanic, then you're reading the, the Bible through their lens minus Hanukkah if you're a Protestant. That is literally the difference between the Catholic and Protestant Bible. Protestant Bible does not have the story of Hanukkah. Don't know what the fuck that's about. But the, but the point is, 
regardless of which version you're you're looking at, you're looking at the stories of Christianity through the lens of the Catholic Roman Empire from hundreds of years ago who got to decide which books go in out of what was a largely, you know, word-of-mouth religion. So, eventually, you've got to be like, well, hold on. Religion is just as compromised as government, and it is. And But you know what else is? Everything. Corporations, charities, nonprofits, everything is just as compromised as the government. None of these things are going to save you. None of them. But the thing is, is that you have you can't let conspiracy theories control your life. Could because because they will. And for those who I feel like I haven't fully put this point forward to you here, that you have some of you might still not understand what I'm saying. So if you follow the conspiracy rabbit hole, you run out of things that can be verified. Because with every verification, we can always launch the argument, well, well, what's your citation? Well, I cited this. Well, that citation's no good. That person was biased because of this. And it can, you can always deny things. There is no limit to how far you can deny reality and society. And if you follow into conspiracy theories and you believe that everything around us is compromised, then it becomes impossible to believe that anything is true. If you follow this, you will only take out the bottom of society. You will take out, and I don't mean like the low, I don't mean like a, like a class thing. I mean like there will be no hole in the bottom of the can. It is a bottomless can of worms. You have to start by believing in some level of reality. And you have to look at everything with a very critical eye. Because if you don't, you will just fall down the hole. And because once you start to doubt, there is no limit to doubt. There is no limit to skepticism. You can question everything. But if you question everything too far... You will only come to the conclusion that nothing, repeat, nothing is verifiable. So you have to trust somewhere, sometime, someplace, some book, some belief, because otherwise you will just continue to fall down this hole. Now me, I have trained myself to have a skeptic to have a skeptical viewpoint, even when going into conspiracy theories. There are things that, fort that I look back on and I'm like, I'm glad that even young me was perceptive enough to be like, well, that, that clearly is unnecessary bullshit. A conspiracy theory only makes sense if it is simple, if it is something that is easily conducted in secret. Which is why I don't believe in crisis actors. I think that crisis actors is the biggest load of shit anyone has ever come up with in the name of conspiracy theories. No, I don't believe that the planes that flew into the towers on 9-11 landed in Ohio to let all the passengers off before they flew into the planes. That's fucking stupid. A, why would you not kill those people? B, 
B, you're already killing the people in the towers, so it's not like you're minimizing the loss of life that much. If the government is so evil that they would kill these people, why would they get people off that plane? Doesn't make sense. Uh, the Sandy Hook shooting. Okay, so like, let me just ask you this. You think the government is so evil that they would stage and tr a, a shooting and trick us, trick us into believing that someone is out there with guns hurting our children, when that would be so much more complicated than, you know, just brainwashing a killer to actually do a shooting? That... Do you understand what I'm saying? The your, your theory is the government is so evil that they would trick us this way. But they would also never want to actually murder anyone. My God, those are American citizens. Like, do you understand how that's contradictory? It doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't... Those things don't line up. They're nonsense. So that's what I'm saying. You have, you have to have a critical eye. You have to have to have a critical eye. If you are going into conspiracy theories, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, conspiracy theories are fun as hell, but you have to go in with a critical eye, and you have to look at where the information is coming from, and you have to understand how realistic or believable the conspiracy theory is. And maybe the conspiracy theory is just, you know, fun to play with. But things being fun to play with, and then you, versus you feel like you need to put your life and health on the line to fight uh, the government, is, uh, is another thing entirely. Use your heads. Be sensible. Question the conspiracy theory itself as well. You have to be skeptical in all directions if you're going to be skeptical. But at the same time, you also have to be able to center yourself. You also have to be able to ground yourself in reality. You have to be able to do these things because if you don't, your conspiracy theory will just lead to you alienating everyone around you and making you lose grip with you know fucking society and at the end of the day society is more about the yes and society functions because we agree that society functions and if we all can at some point break down and stop agreeing that society functions then society will stop functioning So, think about that. Just, you know, keep that shit in mind. <sighs> Man, you know, I'm so glad I saw that video. I picked a good day to start smoking meth again. I tell you what. Da -da 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 -da. Picked a good day to start smoking meth. Saw a cool video about conspiracy theories and... Even though my doctor said I should stop smoking meth, I kept... I said this is a good day to get back on the meth. Timmy! Timmy, what the fuck is this? What? Timmy, I just looked at my credit card bill. Did you spend $187 on... Bunker rations? Uh... $187 a fucking month, Timmy? This is a reoccurring bill! Uh, uh... Timmy? Oh, Timmy, are you smoking meth in the house again? You know!